Jonas and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Horoscopes. Aries. There's something in the air today that is causing everyone to be on different pages. The only thing you can do is communicate clearly. Don't waste your breath on useless chatter. Taurus. You have a lot going on, and before you drive yourself crazy, you need to focus on one thing. Ways you can change yourself for the better. Gemini. Your friends are planning something that's a bit out of your control or in comfort zone. You don't like taking risks, but there's something about trying out new things that you should really consider. Cancer. Find a healthy balance between taking it easy and working hard. This is going to do so much for your inner peace and overall well-being. Leo. You're a service-oriented person by nature, and today the opportunity to spend time serving people around will be present. Virgo. You're going to be excited about working on your projects and goals. Today, you'll have the ambition for reaching your goals, and you'll be better equipped to make things happen. Libra. The next few weeks will favor your efforts to broaden you culturally through different outlets. This will be a memorable time in your life. Scorpio. You may be feeling overwhelmed by things out of control. Thankfully, you're going to be able to find out some creative ways to release all your tension. Think about taking a walk or a run or meeting with friends. Sagittarius. You're willing to grow and become the best you can be, causing you to flourish uh, in your relationships. You're going to be radiating with confidence that will carry on to everything that you do. Capricorn. You're focusing so much on your friendships and making sure your friends know how much they mean to you, but that's not enough. You have to respect their freedom and give them their space. Aquarius. Today, you're going to be more open-minded to everyday life. You should try to make this change more permanent. Pisces. You're getting tired of waiting for others to catch up to where you are, so you might want to venture out solo. This is going to come easy for you. Okay, those are your Wednesday morning horoscopes. Check them out again online at chum1045.com on the Marilyn Dennis and Jamar page. I woke up. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Good morning. The Chum Morning Show. Good morning. Take us anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Wednesday, July the 6th, and today, from what I'm reading, is International Kiss Day. International Kissing Day. Check out this statistic. Uh-huh. 12% of us have had a bad first kiss. Do you remember your first kiss? Oh, yeah. I remember my first kiss. Was it good? It was awful. Oh, was it? It was really, really sloppy. Oh. It was, it was, um, uh, it was a friend, actually, who I'm still friends with. And, uh, this first kiss was backstage in like grade school yeah. during one of those school plays yeah and um you know you get overwhelmed with being there together and you've done this together and- you know what it's, it wasn't even that you make no? it sound so much nicer oh. than it was okay. it was just like a bunch of like <laughs> raunchy kids backstage going okay in between scenes we're gonna play spin the bottle it was oh, oh really <laughs> yeah that was like wow. a nasty kiss wasn't even, I was really dressing that one up yeah it? you really put some window dressing <laughs> on that one and uh the bottle hits, you know, I spin it, it lands on her, and I'm like, oh, we're going to kiss. And she looks at me with her brace, and she's like, yeah, we're going to kiss. I'm like, oh, man, like, damn it. And I do it, I'm like, I'm like, what is this? I'm like, I'm never doing this again. But, um, you know, there went that. But, oh, that's funny. Yeah, we're, we're, we're still good friends today. Actually, our moms are better friends than we are at this point. That's how you become friends, right? Usually when the moms. That's exactly mom how it does works. that. And yeah. Your, what was your first kiss? My like? first kiss, you know, there was been the bottle, but the bottle never came towards me. Really? Bottle well, repellent. I, 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 well, I guess so. And I was kind of relieved because I was just, you know, like in grade eight. But the first kiss that I, like the first, like, I would like to kiss you kiss. Yeah. Uh, was really nice. I went. I, I saw I saw fireworks. Oh, wow! Look at you. I I heard skyrockets of fire. Yeah, I did. Um, and I thought, well, this is what this is like. However, you cannot teach someone how to kiss. No, you can't. You can't. So the what what the, you know the pH balance in your body has to be about the same, right? Uh-huh. You know the whole attitude's got to be the same. But the real telltale of a relationship is the kiss. Uh huh. And if the kiss isn't good. You cannot improve on that kiss. Yeah, I know, because I had even made that conversation. Listen, I like the kiss, but can you just go a little to the left? Like, yeah, you can't. No one says that. Nobody does that. So that has killed a lot of <laughs> relationships before they even got started, don't you think? I, I, I yeah, completely yeah. believe so, yes. I remember the guy did the snake once. To me. <laughs> I'm like, that is not how you do that. Yep. And he's in his 20s. Hello. Oh, man. You know, so that's one of the nice guy, good looking, but didn't cut it for me. What about you, Zalia? 
I have not had a first kiss. Thank you. Uh, not what are you talking? Good morning, ta- Dad. What? <laughs> oh, maybe one day. One day. Maybe one day. Maybe one day someone will kiss. Maybe one day right, some right, kids right, will right, come kiss. and scoop you off your feet. It's so funny. I forget <laughs> that your dad's listening, and it's so. Do you find yourself editing a lot? Because back in the day when I lived in Calgary <laughs> and my dad was very much alive, he'd flip over to the CBC. <laughs> he listened to me on yeah, Calgary and go, I, I don't think I want to hear this well, one. No, my first and now with the news. I yeah. was with this guy. I ended up being like in a relationship, as much of a relationship as you can yeah, be yeah. when you're 16. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like yeah. two years. Yeah. And? I honestly, I don't really remember. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess like I was, I had a super crush on this guy yeah. when I was in grade six, and he was in grade eight. And then when I went to high school, then he liked me. Yeah, that's a big deal, you know. Yeah, that's a big deal. When this is the guy that got my name tattooed on him, by the way. <laughs> Where's he now? At a tattoo shop, getting it covered? I don't know. I'm pretty sure I've been blocked on everything. Gotcha. <laughs> Instead of Azalea, it says Australia. <laughs> right. Okay. Change that up a little bit. Channel one hundred four five. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Toronto's Morning Show. Amazing Race Canada Season 8. We have John Montgomery on the line. Hey, John. Good morning. How's everybody down in the T-Dot? Oh, we're really good. It's so good to hear your voice. We had to take a little bit of a break, but you're back. We were on hiatus there for a little minute with everybody else stuck in their house. But now, try and keep us inside. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, there's some great prizes. Jamar and I are just looking over all the great things you could win this year. Yeah, Chevy Silverado. Chevy's with us for what would have been our 10th, but is it's our 8th season. And they've been with us every step of the way. So we're giving away two new Chevy Silverados that are wow. This machine is for real. A quarter million dollars and a trip around the world from Guru Organic Energy. A trip around the world. What does that look like? You just get on a plane every couple days and go to a next yeah. location? Pretty much. It's just one plane. You're on it. And it's a huge Air Canada jet. And it's just you. And uh, <laughs> an entire crew of flight attendants to basically uh, to be at your beck and call for anything that you could ever want. This is top-notch round-the-world trip travel. You know, I know two of the winners from season seven, that's Anthony Johnson and James McCocus, and they are regular, regularly featured on my television side. They did some great stuff. They built their new house with their winnings. They, oh, you, you got to expect. I mean, quarter of a million dollars isn't a drop in the bucket here. That'll get right. you a good start on a home. That's right. Yeah, but you got to do some stuff to get that money. You, you do. That trip. Uh, talk about some of the more interesting challenges you've seen through the years. Well, the interesting ones are always the hardest ones. Yeah. Uh, cool. The ones that are absolutely terrifying are usually honestly the easiest all you have to do is find the intestinal fortitude to jump usually but figuring out all the really interesting ones like a a cultural dance or a unique card playing game at a casino where you have to figure it out cash people in and out i mean that stuff is cerebral as the day is long in the summertime the one i was mentioning to the morning show uh, john was memorizing a menu in victoria bc <laughs> yeah, the, and, at the uh, empress doing the tea service oh right? my gosh that took forever for everybody but that was the cerebral part of it now who makes up like what is a good duo for you like what's what's someone is a risk taker someone's more cerebral what's a good combination you don't need the risk taker we're going to force you so far outside your comfort zone that you taking the risk isn't really going to be a choice and nobody's stuck out there in a challenge still participating so we know that they all finish and that they all get through it it's the ones that you have to think your way through and you mentioned the tea service in victoria yeah the challenge right before that was jumping out of an airplane from 13,000 feet high. Okay. That was just getting into the plane, really. The other, the guy throws you out. Oh, my gosh. I don't yeah. know. Okay. You're in or, yeah, what are we doing this? Are, are you in? Are you in, Jamar? I mean, you the don't need the... the risk taker. You just need somebody that you can solve problems with and fight nicely with. Yeah, that's, they'll throw you out the plane. And, you know, we were talking, Jamar and I were talking about strategy because, you know, the, there's the detours. That's a choice of two tasks, and teams are free to choose either the task or swap task if they find one option difficult. There's a lot of those roadblocks, the fast forwards. There's, there's a lot of stuff and strategy. Strategy, because sometimes it's a blind detour. You don't even know what's on the other side. You only know what's on your side, which makes strategizing of the utmost importance. I don't know if you're coming with me. I'm, I'm in. This sounds, this sounds great. I'm in. But the competing teams, including a, an Olympian this season, a Juno award-winning singer, teachers, to entrepreneurs, yeah. marketing people, motivational speakers, sales reps. I mean, anybody right. be a contestant on the show. Are you staying within Canada? Can you say that or, or what? 
Well, I can tell you that seasons one and seven were our highest rated seasons, and we didn't leave the country. So why why mess with a great format? Okay. You know what I mean? Where do I John. sign? <laughs> You're on your own on this one. Uh-huh. Thanks, John Montgomery. Okay, we've got I'll, the amazing I'll, race candidate. What were you going to say? I said I'll drag you out. Okay. All right. You do all the swimming things. (laughs) Amazing Race Canada, season eight on CTV. John Montgomery, the wonderful host. Couldn't have picked a better host, John. I really appreciate that. That's very kind. Thank you. to the morning show with Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. I was just sent information. I don't know if this is a, a message you're trying to send to me, uh, but Marilyn sent me a, an article about the world's first pre-drinking pill. Uh, the pre-drinking pill, which claims to stop alcohol hangovers. Right, and I sent that to you and Azalea because I know there's a lot of things happening in the month <laughs> of July and August here in Toronto. It's and a pretty I, active month. Yeah. It is, and I thought, you know, well, if there's a little something that'll help along the way, maybe this pill would be the one. What do you think? I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> it's brand new, and I'm actually surprised that this isn't a, this isn't come out earlier. Like, why is it just now happening? Well, I think because they're test driving it, and not and they're just worried about the the the, the amount of people that they've tested they think well it's 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 getting there but there's a small group of people and uh they're not sure if it's a large enough group to say hey we're going to sell it worldwide okay uh, a company out of sweden called merkel yeah uh apparently claims that when you take these two pills at least an hour before your drinking event mm-hmm. the pills use a couple types of bacteria to break down the alcohol in your gut so that your liver doesn't have to do all the work. Uh-huh. That's usually what causes those extreme hangovers, all that uh, liver liver work. Overworked. Overworked yeah, liver. Yeah. And then you wake up and like, uh, what's going on? What's going on? And so those remnants stay with you. So they're saying if this d- works and they claim that it does, that you won't have a headache the next day. It'll, it'll the pill apparently uh, t- transforms 70% of the alcohol in your what? body after 60 minutes changing it to nothing but water and carbon dioxide. Right. So all you have to do is take two pills at least an hour before drinking, a drinking, and then uh, then they'll those bacteria will fight. Those little Pac-Men will fight that. Now, I mean, you know, they're still test driving it, and they're just saying, you know, hang on to that one. But I, maybe think about clinical tri- trial aside. Yeah. What do you two crazy festival people do? <laughs> Do you, uh, do you do anything before you go drinking? I don't do anything before. I have okay. a little... Uh, what I call a foolproof method afterwards. Um, the night when I get home, yeah, I'll take two glasses of water, I'll drink those, and then I'll eat two slices of bread. That's what I usually do. Okay. I think it tends to work. It takes the edge off a little bit in the morning. You? I try to always eat, make sure I ate a full meal before I go out. Before and go. then when I get home, I'll probably pop two Advils, drink some water, and... Uh, that's pretty much it. Make sure I have some coconut water for the next day. Yeah. And but what if those electrolytes work? You, you actually go and buy bread. Yeah, I will actually go buy bread. bread in her house. Yeah, I don't keep bread in my house because yeah. it's just going to go to waste. So I'll say, maybe I need a bagel or maybe I need something to soak yeah. up alcohol yeah. Yeah. if I forget to take the Advil or whatever. Okay. Day. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, let us know what your hangover uh, remedy, remedy is. Possibly this pill, if it hits the store shelves, two pills from Merkel out of Sweden. Yeah. It says that uh, hangovers are done if you take these pills. Yeah. Let's hope the pills are healthy, right? Well, that's just it. So let's see what happens. Yep. Uh, tr- just drive it over there and then let us know about <laughs> that's it That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We'll wait. We'll wait. Talk to us next year. <laughs> Do it. What's trending in Toronto? What's trending? Let me know. Let me know. There's a clip of Julia Louis-Dreyfus on... Sesame Street. And Ju- Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh. Yeah. I was As, like, I know I'm not saying and that Lewis right. And Louis is that's Louis, and I Louis. had... Louis. Yeah, right. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Right. On Sesame Street in 1994. She's from Seinfeld. Gates and Seinfeld. Right. Right. So, it's suddenly going viral. This happened a long time ago, but somebody posted it. She <laughs> swore in front of Elmo. No! And then you're going to shush me, right? Yeah, yeah I'm going to shush you, yeah. Come. Uh, <laughs> in five, four, three, two... <gasps> so that's it. Shh. Uh, the grump needs. Sorry. He said a bad word. Five dollars. Five dollars. So in this scene, she's sitting with both Elmo and Zoe, and Julia says the wrong name, and then she swears. But I love that the Muppets just they stay in character in between the the takes. True, that's so true. Five dollars, five dollars for the swear jar. So (laughs) Elmo's reaction definitely made this video. 
Now, since the New Light Year movie came out, yeah. there has been an ongoing controversy around Chris Evans voicing the character and not Tim Allen, who was the original voice of Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story. So a few celebrities chimed in, including Patricia Heaton from Everybody Loves Raymond. She was very passionate about it, saying that there's no buzz without Tim. And now Tom Hanks, who voiced Woody in Toy Story, is speaking on it. So he basically said that he wanted to go head-to-head -head with Tim Allen at the box office, but they didn't let Tim Allen do it. I don't understand that. Because he's in Elvis right now, and so he and light years out so he yeah. thought they would have gone head to head right 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 but just for everybody wondering why was did they try to you know push Tim, Tim Allen away push him out that role that he made that's so not famous. the case what happened the new movie Lightyear isn't about Buzz Lightyear the toy okay. it's about the origin story of the space ranger Buzz Lightyear the man who inspired the toy oh so no actual connection to the toy and Tim Allen was the voice of the toy. Of the toy. And Jamar, you saw that movie. You liked that. Yeah, it was good. It was, yeah. it was, it was definitely, it's not about the toy, as they said. It's okay. about the, the Star Troopers in Buzz Lightyear's company with Buzz Lightyear, of course. Yeah. The toy comes later that the right. little yeah. kid ends up playing with. It's not the actual Buzz Lightyear toy. Right, right. I guess Tom hasn't seen the movie. I guess not. <laughs> right. So the director of the movie, Angus McLean, he tweeted out saying, Tim Allen is and shall always be Buzz Lightyear the toy from Toy Story. Patrick Warburton is and shall always be Buzz Lightyear from Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Mm. And Chris Evans is and shall always be Buzz Lightyear from Lightyear. Okay. Oh, there's a lot of light years to... There's a lot of light years. Light years I didn't even know. Light years but... ahead of me, yeah. <laughs> and then quickly in some more entertainment news, Stranger Things has been such an influential show this season. I actually just finished season four and decided to start it over from season one. Wow. Because I love it that much. Yeah, okay. So the show takes place in the 80s and two of the songs that were featured this season have made their way to the number one spot on iTunes. So first it was Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill and now Metallica's Master of Puppets that was played during a very pivotal scene in the show has reached number one. Wow. So, so. people want those songs to be on these major shows. That's yeah. why I think Anita Baker is uh, now traveling and going on tour because As she, a song and, and something because she's featured in hacks okay over and over and over it's really a loop and they can't stop the machine <laughs> what song in the mansion uh, let's Google it. Let's you know Google. what I gotta think about that I don't know uh, I'll, I'll look it up but it's very but it's cool just, that how I'm these thinking, songs kid where has Anita Baker been and all of a sudden now <laughs> Anita Baker in concert in Toronto I've that that's probably because of hacks. I don't know. What was her biggest hit? Ah, oh, Same I Old Love is a pretty big hit. Oh, I love that song. Um, Sweet uh, Love is another big Sweet hit. Sweet Love. Was it Sweet Love? I don't know. I got okay. <laughs> we can play them all, and we can just dedicate one hour to our friend, Anita Baker, who we love and adore. Okay. There anyway, that's what happens. Good for them. Yeah. Like so all that. these older songs coming back. Yeah. Everybody. Get your song featured in a show, and well, you're, you know you're set. It used to be the soundtrack, right, of a movie. Yeah. If even, even if the movie was Movie good, soundtracks used to kill. They oh used, my gosh, these movies. Yes. The movie could be caca poo poo. Yeah. But if the soundtrack was good, we didn't care. Yeah, you'd go out and get right, the, uh, right, the, right. the soundtrack and just rock out to that. Yeah. Cool. You know what the sound? Uh, what other song from Stranger Things is making rounds? Which one? Pa past the Duchy. Yes. Oh. Yeah, it is. Okay. Like what? Just it's now trending on TikTok as another, well. Another 80s hit. It's Sweet Love. Sweet Love? It's Sweet Love Sweet by Anita. Love. Nice. <laughs> Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Five. She said she's going to Milan and where else? Cannes. Cannes, man. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. France. Wow. Yeah. Italy and France. That's going to be great. Those are very big destinations, too. Mm. I'm sure those would make a, a lot of people's bucket list. For sure. Something you could do with that $1,000 if you uh, win. We'll give the keyword again at 8 o'clock. But let's talk bucket list for a little bit. Uh, it went viral on Reddit re uh, recently. People were talking about the most unusual thing on their bucket list. And if you don't know what a bucket list is... Yeah, it's the, the number of experiences or achievements that a person hopes to have accomplished during their lifetime. Right. Before you kick the bucket. Right. Your bucket yeah. list. Uh, text to 104536 if there's anything unusual that is on your bucket list in particular. Here's one, here's one that came to my attention, and you missed your opportunity yesterday, have sex in the rain. Oh, yeah. That would, that yesterday was the day because we don't have rain in the forecast till next week. So yeah, well. Have to put yeah. that off. <laughs> I've kind of been there, but on that. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, oh, wow. We're, 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 we're learning about your marching. Wow. Just, just saying. All right. Um,
How about this one? Someone yeah. says, hug a baby panda. Yeah. Hug a baby panda. That's on their bucket list. Uh, okay. You know, it's those things that you can't really do every day. And when you do it, it actually has some meaning. And maybe it's really, really special. Like, where else will you see a panda? Yeah. You know, not in this country not, unless you go to a zoo. Right, right, right. So to hug a baby panda, I could see why you put that on your bucket list. Ruin my ex-boss's life. That's interesting. <laughs> that is that, really something. That is not ordinary. No. Ruin your ex-boss's you life. Could, you could think about it, but right. you actually want to do it before you kick the bucket. Okay. You better kick the bucket because <laughs> you're going to get life. <laughs> exactly. Right, you know? uh, Maybe don't do that one. Maybe don't do it. Did you see the one from Alaska? No. What's the Alaskan one? What's the if I ever get a chance to go to Alaska, I would love to catch a salmon with my hands. That's on someone's bucket list. Okay. That, I mean, that's. You know. National that's geographic that's stuff. Not, that's not order. You know, you, you know, you ever see the salmon jumping out yeah, of the uh, water? Yeah. Usually bears catch them with their mouth. That's this person right. when it catches a salmon, they're pretty big fish. They're very big fish, and they catch them in their mouth. These these guys just want to catch them in their hands. Speaking of bears, someone wants to wrestle one. What? Yeah. That's probably a bad idea. Yeah. Wrestling that's probably the last bear. thing you'll ever do. That's it. Right. That's that's what I'm saying. That's why it's on your bucket There's list. There's a lot of things, you know. I like to, because before I just kick the bucket, this is what I want to do. Okay. How about try onion rings all over the world? Start with A&W. They've got the best ones. World of onion rings. Yeah, the world of onion rings. Yeah. Okay. That's an interesting one. Someone did list that. Yeah. How about someone says they want to... Put on a diner, dinosaur costume and walk around. Why do you want to do that as your bucket list? I don't know, but you know what? I gotta say, I, I really like those dinosaur costumes. They're kind of because they move with you, right? They, they should have been here for the championships. They should have Remember been. Everyone here. was doing that. Yeah, yep. for commercial. Yeah, yeah. That's the. I like that dinosaur thing. Well, what, what's on your bucket list uh, if you if you have a, an item? Oh on there? man, I, I what about you? Is I have I, one. Tell okay. me, I want to be in a Hallmark Christmas movie. <laughs> I don't care what my role is. I could just be a server at a restaurant. I just want to be in there. In a Hallmark Christmas. Are you movie? hearing yes. that Canadian television productions? Because they do a they do a, most of these there. movies in BC. Yes, fly me out. I'm I'm in there. Not as an extra, but I you, like you an extra, a, but need, I need, need a get, small role. Yeah, you is a waitress played by. Yeah. But I think you could go bigger than that. I want to see you like deliver hot chocolate to someone's <laughs> table or yeah. something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, my oh, God. I got my one. heart I got, fluttered. I got one. You gave me inspiration. <laughs> okay. okay. I don't ask for much. Sure. But if Bob Seeger ever tours again, you know, the other say this is our last tour, I'd like to be one of his backup singers. Okay. That's it. Don't ask okay. much. I mean, if you want to turn the mic off, that's okay. Right. I'll, I'll mouth it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but now I would. I. I. I don't want to be up front and center. If you give us a shout out like they do mid, you know, mid concert, that's cool. But his backup singers are about the same age as I am. I thought, and they're having okay. a great time. I'm thinking I want to do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's it. I got two. All right. All right. Two. I want to get in the water with a very, very large animal. Doesn't matter how what what animal it could be like a whale it could ooh, be a ooh, shark it could be yeah, something, yeah. something really big not okay. in a cage not in a cage not in a cage You're like free I just want to be in the water with something all right very, very well that like that'll a free be a moment goodbye Jamar. like a free willy moment exactly <laughs> not with all the um, environmental remember we said bucket right. list remember we said bucket list goodbye Jamar <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily where did he go in the whale yeah 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 and then um, in the whale I possibly I would love to do one song. On stage with a band, like a large band. Okay. Like play the guitar, like what? Yeah, play maybe sing, maybe sing. guitar or maybe bass with any band. Are you singing? Or are you just no playing? no not singing, just playing. Yeah no. One song though, one yeah, song. So you're like my. I tell you what, join my band. Join the Bob Seger band. <laughs> yeah, so you can be on my side. We can look at each other. And go. Can you believe that? We're actually doing it. We're on stage. Maybe you guys we, can we perform that in my Hallmark Christmas movie. That's right. While I'm serving hot chocolate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Complete and bucket list Oh, I like it. <laughs> Wait, 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 wake up. Wake up, Toronto. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Wait, 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 wake up. On Jump. A lot of game show people. A lot of people I like uh, like game shows are adding game show-related stuff to their bucket list. Yeah. One person says they want to be on Price is Right and just spin the big wheel. Yeah. <laughs> just that. Just do that. Yeah, that, thing, that show's been around forever. Forever. And I'll tell you, game shows are went from daytime to nighttime. More and more people like to sit around and with the fam and watch a game show. And what you do is you put yourself in that position. Yeah. yeah. And that's what's so much fun about it. So, yeah. 
Another person says that they want to pet a tiger. That is the bucket list item that they'd like to do. They'd like to pet a tiger. Once again, it's one of those things you can't really do many yeah. places. Like, where where would you even do that? Well, I guess... They're like petting, Thailand or something? Or? Petting zoo, little ones, little tigers. I didn't say the big ones that can eat you. Yeah. The little cubs. Um, somebody says they want to sing in public. They just... Okay. Want to sing a song in public? They've never did that. I mean, you could do that at any karaoke bar. Sure. That's technically public singing, right? No. Uh, have you ever sang in public before? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like like uh, for uh, karaoke for a charity. Okay. Boy, they should have. Uh, they should have paid me to get off the stage. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, did that, and uh, you know, you know, when we were kids, right? Concert choir and all that kind of stuff. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure, sure. Right. That that. That a is. Lot of that's. Don't get that opportunity. So I did, yeah. That's technically public singing. Yeah, yeah. person wants to travel around the world and visit all of their 7-Elevens. Huh? <laughs> all of the 7-Elevens around the world. Okay. And maybe sample Slurpees or Slim Jims. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot. Of, I wonder how many 7-Elevens there are in the world. That is a good question. These are odd bucket list items, by the way, everybody. Odd bucket list items you could add uh, to the list. Another person says they want to visit every MLB stadium with their child. That That is a special one. Because one of the coolest things about you know sports, outside of watching these sporting events, like every sport and every city has yeah. a different culture. Yeah. So it's almost like you're getting like a tour of the world, North America, if you will, but... Che- you know, checking all the stadiums and all the teams. Uh, cool. A friend, a cousin of mine, hello, good morning, John, takes his sons to all the NFL stadiums. That's cool. And wow. then, and then, some, you know, new ones have been built, so they go back and and do that too, and discover the city that they're in. Every every everything. Every stadium has a different feeling. It right? does. It really does. How many Seven Elevens are there in the world, everybody? Uh, do you want me to tell you? You can look it up. Thirty-six thousand. What? Yeah. Thirty-six thousand Seven Elevens. Fifteen countries and regions around the world. Thirty-six thousand. And then I see, as of January 2020, yeah. there were over 70,200. So that tells you they don't have their stats right. <laughs> divert. Yeah. But anyway, that's a lot of, lot of visiting. Getting back to MLB or NFL or UFC, like I, I think that's a trip and a memory. And, and this, it, it, like you, you'll never forget going with your mom or your dad to a game. Sure. Even, even you know, hockey. Mm-hmm. I so agree with you with the culture. Yeah, because you get to see, you know, all the different team songs, yeah. really good people watching. Yeah. You just get to see how every city has food. different types of people, different food, exactly. Right. Like, if I would go to Chicago. Yeah. Wrigley. Is it Wrigley that you go to? Yeah, well, you have two. You got Wrigley, and you have uh, Guaranteed Rate or whatever. Whatever that is. Comiskey Field. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sox and Cubs. I mean. So, what would I get for, like, a, a hot dog different than? Oh, my gosh. Completely different experiences yeah, yeah. in the same city. Yeah. And those That's two uh, fields, you know, right here, you can come to the Jays. Yeah. And then you go across the way, you go to the West Coast. You know, like, yeah. it's a really, really good experience going to all those uh, I like that bucket list thought. I that's think that's a, a great one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, add to your list. Add to our list. Go to uh, uh, Texas at 104.536 and tell us what you would do before you kick the bucket. Yeah. Something a little untraditional. If you're a casting director, Azalea Hart's here. She would like to be a waitress <laughs> in one of your Hallmark movies. Just Please. put it out there. Please. I'll be so happy. <laughs> Up Toronto. Let's keep it moving. Good morning. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar on Chum. It is Chum 1045. Welcome to one of the greatest moments, I want to say, of my personal career, but a great moment for the city of Toronto. We are welcomed by Sadella Marley, the first born of the Marley family. Sadella, welcome to Toronto and welcome to the show. Thank you for joining. Oh, thank you for having me. First of all, I just want to say thank you to you and your family for the legacy that you've created, not only for Jamaicans, but for music lovers, reggae lovers, and people of the loving community of the world. Oh, thank you. Glad we could share. Yes, and I want to share with you just some of the earliest memories I have of your father and his music. I mean, these are all the records that were handed down to me by my father. You know, I tell this to you, Sadella, and to everybody, just to highlight, you know, as a young Jamaican and as a, as a music lover, what this family and this music means to us. One of my earliest memories was just hearing the voice of your father singing and knowing that that music, reggae music, meant something very deep to me personally, my family, into our culture, into our country. Can you tell us what one of your earliest memories of your family was the music wise and just knowing that you were part of something special well i mean i, I wouldn't say i thought we were a part of something 
something special, you know, because it's just your mommy and your daddy. And they had a job, and their job was performing and singing and touring. So that was the norm. I think daddy's popularity never really, it wasn't really that when he was alive, you know? Mm-hmm. Now we're in 2022, and daddy is, is probably one of the most relevant musicians ever, still. Mm-hmm. So we thank him for being that person. And I always say to my kids, I said, there's a Marley for every moment because no matter how you're feeling, there, there's a song that can uplift your spirit and sometimes even point you in a direction that you never thought that was the direction for you to go in. So there's a Marley for every mood. There is a Marley for every mood. There's a song yeah. for every feeling. And we're in Toronto really blessed to have this experience, the Bob Marley One Love Experience, which has just left uh-huh. um, the UK and it's making yeah. its North American debut right here in downtown Toronto. What are we going to see in there? Well, you're going to see everything. You're going to see a, a little piece of Marley in every room. You're, you're going to see the musician. You're going to see the father. You're going to see the um, the athlete. And you're going to see the person who loves him foosball table. You know, <sighs> and him, and, and, and him table tennis. <laughs> I mean, there, there, there is nothing I think is, is left untouched. All part of the experience. You have the, the Soul Shakedown studio, the beautiful life mm-hmm. area, concrete jungle, yeah. fan art exhibit. You have the next gen room. For those who haven't made it to Jamaica to get the 56 Hope Road, which is, you know, the Bob Marley Museum right in Kingston. This might be the, the next best thing to experience the actual visuals and the feeling that, you know, is portrayed in, in the music of your father. That is true. That is true. However, you still need to make your way down to Kingston, Jamaica. <laughs> I, I think everyone needs to, you have to go to 56 Hope Road. You know, what is it like having a family and keeping a legacy going? I mean, everyone is involved in the Marley brand and the legacy is that that's a hard job correct yeah well i mean we we don't consider ourselves a brand we consider Mm -hmm. ourselves a lifestyle you know the marley lifestyle is trying to be as in tune to mother earth as possible it is not an easy job to work for Bob Marley, mm-hmm. but it's it's a job that I I was given at a young age, and um, I keep learning. Is that a conversation with you know mom or whomever, and they say, okay, um, Sadella, it's time to get to work. Then this is what the work is, or. How does that happen? Well, let me say, Daddy, Daddy wrote two of our first songs, Children Playing in the Street and Trotting. So he had us in the studio from a young, young age. And he always said to us, you can't go in the studio and just go play around. If you're not serious, don't come back in the studio. Wow. So then we got into voice lessons, we got into piano lessons, we got into guitar lessons, because he did believe that in order for you to be good at anything, you always have to be practicing. But at the same time, when I'm, I'm in Toronto, and you know, we have a bunch of family here in Toronto. Exactly. And to just come here. I haven't been here in probably over 20 years. Wow. So there's and a homecoming for, for you too. Yeah, man. To experience, I brought my youngest son with me saying, and to just have him here to experience it all. It's a feel-good moment. It's feel-good. This city loves your family so much. You can't go like 10 feet and not see someone wearing Rasta colors or a Bob Marley memorabilia or something that represents the culture that yeah. is portrayed in reggae music, you know most noted yeah. by your father. And the generational aspect of it too. Sit down, let me show you this. <laughs> this is the book, Get Up, Stand Up, based on the song yeah. by Bob Marley, adapted by Sidella Marley. These are my yeah. son's favorite books. Oh. Every night before we go to bed, he either wants to read these books or he wants to sing, Is This Love? That is his favorite song of all time. Wow. A three-year-old. Wow. The boy, literally, literally, when, before we go to bed, I said, what do you want to listen to tonight? He goes, Bob Marley. Oh. So, What's his name? Kofi. Kofi. Oh, powerful name. Powerful name, Latina. Thank you. But, Tell you know, and love. <laughs> it is just a, it is anti-sidella, anti-si. Can you imagine? Listen, <laughs> this, like I said, you know, for so many people in this city, coming to see this exhibit will be so special because of our connection to the culture. So yeah. thank you for bringing this exhibit first to Toronto on the North American stop. All right? One love. One love. In Toronto, Sidella Marley, who's introducing the Bob Marley One Love Experience. Go see it in downtown Toronto. So, if if we're talking about bucket list items, I tell everyone, listen right now, if you're a reggae fan and if you're a Marley fan, you got to go to the house on 56 Hope Road in Kingston. That's the actual Bob Marley Museum. That is an incredible experience. You get get, get to walk through the house. You see... Bob Marley's vehicle, you see his clothing, you see his 
is is where he ate breakfast. You see his no. field where he walked around and looked at plants, played with the kids, invited people from town, and it's right in the in the heart of Kingston. Yeah. If you can't make it there, Thank you God. have to see this exhibit. Yeah. It's 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 incredible. It's it's they've been doing these immersive things all over town for like the last. This is more than one room. It's a whole big complex of things. They've got like a a soccer net in there. They got a foosball table in there. You walk through a forest. You get to sit down in the plants. You see music. You see his actual platinum plaques. His real shoes. Bob Marley's real shoes. His real Adidas. Um, I think they're gazelles. Uh huh. In a glass case. It's incredible. So Pretty, legend, yeah, and so like I, I love the fact she she said that she's family here, and you know that that's just such a great influence to all of us in Toronto too. One hundred percent, yeah. All right, mm-hmm. legendary family, legendary music, a legendary exhibit. Thank you to Sedella Sedella for uh, joining us on Chum One Young Street, the Bob Marley Experience. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar Chum One Zero Four Five. You're quite fit and active. I try to be. Okay. Uh, would you be open to working out on the weekends rather than working out during the week then? I do. I do. I go on the bike. Yeah. On the weekends? Yeah. Because I feel like you work out a lot more during the week. I work out with a trainer Tuesdays and Thursdays. And in okay. between, I try to go on the bike. Okay. But I don't go hard on the bike, but I go on the bike. Okay. According to a new study. Yeah. Working out on the weekends might be just as good as the daily exercise that some people try to do throughout the whole week. Okay. Because it's not really about the day-to-day. It's about the cumulative length of time. So if you're willing to do maybe a couple workouts that are longer on your Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. Then you can take the week off. That's and this is according to research I'm looking at right now. 75 minutes of vigorous exercise is what you need. And you it's could actually total for the weekend. Yeah, and that's oh. what you could do. Yeah. You could do that over the weekend. Yeah, seventy-five minutes. You don't have to. If you're thinking like I need to do five days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, not uh-uh. necessarily. Uh-uh. You, could, you need days to recover too, right? And I, I know that there's people that really like my husband is like so good on the on the bike and everything. But I, I I'm on it, but I'm not like driving really hard on it. But yeah. I'm but with the trainer, it's a different story. And it's all but it's just want to build muscle. Yep. But but I also have, like you, we all have, like, I can't do it every day. Yeah. I can't. So then I feel guilty about it. And that's what happens, Jamar. People feel guilty. I haven't done it. So they don't do it at all. And the thing is, just do a little bit. And, and, and that will get you going on to uh, maybe two or three days a week. If you can do that, 45 minutes, that's great. I like that. I like that whole idea because weekends are usually more open for us to go for a walk 100 bike ride or whatever yeah you know you can wake up early and you know take an extended walk on a saturday morning we saw how beautiful it was this morning uh-huh. when we came in at 3 30 3 30 in the morning uh-huh. remember we came in at 3 30 of course of course and <laughs> wink, wink. Uh-huh. right yep um and yeah but it's so pretty that at that time of day and what a great time to ride a bike yeah there's nobody on the road, and really nobody on the road. So many people Everybody. during the week are rushing to cram in, you know, their work activities, yeah. stuff with their children, yeah. and then you got to squeeze in that one-hour workout and rush to get into the workout, rush to get out, rush to shower. Yeah. You can do a longer workout during the week and, and get the same benefits. If I, you, I like that. If you're open to that, all right. If you're open to that, I am open to that. That's a good idea. Time to wake up. <laughs> Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. The Jim Morning Show. The age-old tradition of marriage. Yes. Are there any marriage or specifically wedding traditions that you feel are outdated? You could text them to 104.536. You and I don't mean this in a joke. You have a lot of like experience? Wed- wedding experience. Yeah. Just because you you have a lot of people. It's like that. Not my department. Like weddings. It's like ah, yeah. I gotcha. But that's your department. That's my department. So I'm asking you. Uh huh. Are there Wedding traditions that you like or wedding traditions that you don't like so much? Like, well, give me some of them. Well, I think something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. I'm, yeah, I've heard that rhyme before. Yeah, Where does that even come from? I, uh, that I don't know, but it's probably from, like, the good, like... The, the old Victorian, days. Victorian. Like, yeah. the, the white wedding dress really came about... Yes. With Queen Victoria, because when okay. she got married to Albert, this was a big 
to do. Okay. And she wore white, so they go, oh, that's a great idea. That must be it. And so maybe that's when that all happened. I'm, okay. I'm just guessing on that one. Sure. But something should be bored comes from another... Okay, ready? This is good. Something old represents continuity as she leaves her old life behind. Okay. While something new signifies fortune and optimism in her married life. Okay. Something bored should come from another happily married woman in hopes that her happiness will carry on to the bride. Anything except her husband. Go ahead. That's right. And something blue, which always really confused me, is about loyalty, love, faithfulness, and in the relationship. All right. So something that, old, something new, something so, borrowed, something blue. You know, if you can't, feel free to skip this tradition if you can't find the thing. Okay. Because you know, and then the garter toss and the bouquet toss. Okay. That bothers me. Yeah. What bothers you about the garter toss? I and don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> what? It, well, everyone tries to ham it up, right? Like they yeah, pull yeah, up the yeah. skirt and they're like, da da da. It's like it's all The bride's going, oh, the dad's there, the mom's there, seeing him go up her skirt and take the garden. It's just weird. And the craziness of the woman throwing, tossing her bouquet and women fighting for it. I know. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah, because like everyone's like, I want to be married next. I want to be married next. There's a person who's not who's not married supposed to catch the bouquet, right? Yeah. Smashing the cake. You know about that one? Smashing the cake. Is this with the face? Yeah, you know, I'm giving you a piece of cake and I'm your bride and I'm smashing it. You're doing it to your bride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I don't know where that came from. That's not funny. Okay. And I just got my makeup done for like a lot of money. Right. Right, Azalea? Exactly. Here are some of the other customs that people are saying are outdated. Right. Right. How do you feel about this one? Not seeing the bride before the wedding. Like, you can't see the bride before the wedding. You have to hide the bride. I like that one. You like that one? Yeah, I I like the big reveal. The big reveal? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. People are saying it's outdated. Well, I got to tell you where where it does come in handy that you don't do that, is that you um, you leave the reveal for the congregation. Yeah. You get your wedding pictures done before the ceremony. You're fresh. You're happening. You're, right. and that and that because a lot of people do it in between the actual wedding ceremony. Yeah. And the reception, and that really delays the reception. Right. So, you know, have a. Oh, I see what you're saying. Me? Yes, oh, yes. Oh, so they're out there taking private. pictures. Oh. Everyone's just yeah. talking, and they're. Out there taking pictures. And meanwhile, you as a guest are milling around. Where are we going? Where's the Where's the event? Where are we yeah. bothering the DJ? Talking about. Are you gonna play this song? You can play yeah, this song. You can play the song. You know that. I'm gonna play the song. Yeah, Just yeah. wait for the reception yeah. to start. I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how do you all feel about? Uh, listen, I think this tradition needs to continue till the end of time. I don't know why they said out of date. The bride's parents paying for the wedding. <laughs> why Why stop a good thing, right? Oh. <laughs> well, no, don't. Yeah, my father would, you know, he had four daughters going, oh, okay, this is not going to be good. Right. My father gave me, and rightfully so, smart man, here's the limit. This is what you get from us. Because people go absolutely berserk with the with the budgets, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, I got to want to quickly go back to the white dress. They're not doing white dresses anymore. They're doing all sorts of colors. I know, whatever I color know. looks We good. talked a couple months ago. We about did. People doing like black dresses now. Yes, and they're stunning. Yeah. Like they're. Like, like really slimming, but they're also like for evening or maybe when it's winter time or it's uh, gorgeous. Yeah. Anyway, what else? What else do you have? Uh, I'm going to give you a couple more traditions that are out. And when we come back, we're also going to give you some traditions, new things that are in like those colored dresses. Good morning, everyone. Marilyn, Dennis and Jamar on Chum. We're talking about wedding customs, outdated and new traditions. I promise you all, I'm not a sourpuss. I promise you. It comes from a deep-rooted psychological thing that's going on with me. I'm working it out in therapy, I promise you. Okay. But I just think no one cares about me. So I don't want to throw a party for a bunch of people that I haven't seen for like the 364 days of the year. And that one day I'm like spending thousands of dollars on people that I don't, just don't see. Like, where are you guys people in my life? Yeah. Like, through the rest of my life. Like, yeah, yeah. why am I throwing you a party? Where were you when my relationship was breaking down and I needed help? Oh, you're having that kind of thing. Yeah, ah. in my head. So that's why, like, weddings yeah. just make me... I'm just like, yeah. I'm not throwing a party for you I guys. always say City Hall and a small reception in your backyard, but that's just me. This is to my point. I'll be um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but one of the customs that are coming in now, mm-hmm. like you said, and I think you can speak to this a lot. Yeah. Small weddings. Oh, yeah. Small weddings. Intimate. Intimate. Yeah. Maybe just a couple friends who are really involved in getting you through some rough times in your relationship are instrumental in bringing you together. That's that's exactly right. And what Jim and I decided to do was we the only the people that knew about our relationship came to the wedding. Yeah. They were from Toronto. There it is. We did not expect anybody outside of Toronto to come. So therefore, 
His daughter didn't come, although she was on FaceTime during the whole ceremony. Really? She was on FaceTime. She goes, can you move the camera? I can't see anything. <laughs> That's Maggie. Get her a good tripod. But, so she's so funny. And then, but my sisters didn't come. Yeah. One lives in Pennsylvania. One lives in Washington State. And I called them up and said, listen, we're going to keep this really small. We're going to do it on a Tuesday at 2 o'clock. Yeah. No expectations, no presents, nothing. And they went, okay, well, it's number three. So, you know, they say, well, you know, right. we have it. <laughs> but I just didn't want them to feel that they had to. So we just... Whatever your line of thinking is and your budget, it's these people knew about this relationship. We kept this relationship very private. And so they were there to celebrate. So. And it's to celebrate the people that were involved Absolutely. with Thank that you. relationship. Thank you so much. So, so right. that's, a, that's yeah. a good thing. Well, it seems to be what people are moving toward. Yeah. Also, bright, vibrant colors. Yeah. Bright, vibrant colors in your wedding party. You know? Yeah. It doesn't have to be, just be the pinks or the... I don't know what those other colors are called, but, but it, now you could do like an electric purple or you could do a right. big bright blue, a really vibrant green. You know these matching bridesmaids dresses? Sure. Okay. What they've done now is they've said, well, here's the, here's the dress, but it comes in three different ways for whatever your body type is. But in Roman times, bridesmaids wore the same gown to confuse any evil spirit who might try to crash the festivities. There That's that is. where it came oh, from. Look at it's that. It's very superstitious. There it is. Yeah. Okay. So now you know. Are you at the bridal party? Obviously not. You're wearing orange instead of pink. But now <laughs> sometimes the bridal party is the evil spirit. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good point. This is the subject of many a reality show, yes. And by the way, we did play a little bit of that uh, Richard Wagner's bridal chorus. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I mean, that's tradition. But yeah. if you have something else that means something to you, you can do that too. Yeah. You're making it your own. That's what it's all about. Someone said they think the mother should walk down the aisle as the father does as well to give away the bride. I have seen... Include the mother. I think mother and fathers are doing that more and more, and I, I agree with you on that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone also says the reception dress change. Let the bride wear that beautiful dress all night long. Right. If you she only get one it. night for it. That's it. These are things they want to see change. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto? What's trending? Let me know, let me know. I know a lot of us have our favorite TV shows, and within those TV shows, they have certain lines that are famous from the show. And if we could somehow get our names used in that famous line, I feel like that's a bucket list item. So when AJ was here from the Backstreet Boys this weekend, he actually got to meet up with Annie Murphy from Schitt's Creek, uh -huh. and she used his name in her famous line. Ew, AJ. <laughs> and he was fangirling but she was also fangirling and me watching the video I was also fangirling he posted the clip on his uh, Twitter page and then he said he made a new friend called her an amazing genuine and kind hearted soul mm -hmm. not to mention hilarious and talented yeah. so I also posted the video on the Chum 1045 Twitter page if you want to take a look at it yeah. it's real cute oh, that's yeah cool. so that's awesome I love that now yesterday I mentioned I think I gave some fake news yesterday. I mentioned that Britney Spears was in talks with the NFL to be performing at the 2023 Super Bowl halftime show and that she was already meeting with them and wants Madonna and Iggy Azalea to join her. But this was also debunked yesterday. Oh. So I don't know who started this rumor, but it's breaking hearts. Apparently it was just used to promote a new website. So <laughs> they were also oh, they got to go viral. Good. Oh, wow. that was good. I think that worked out for them. Now, right. Carlos Santana, he passed out yesterday from oh. heat exhaustion during a performance last night in Michigan. So he's doing well now, but he was on stage at the Pine Knob Music Theater in Clarkston for his Miraculous Supernatural 2022 tour, and then he fainted. So they're saying it was both heat exhaustion and dehydration. So concert attendees, they were in so much shock. They were told to leave the venue around 1030 last night, but a lot of them just stuck around to watch because they were in shock. They didn't know what was yeah. going on. It took about 20 minutes yeah. for them to get him off the stage in a stretcher. Wow. Really? Oh, that's, yeah, so that, that's scary. There. That's scary. Terrifying. Yeah. One woman said that he was walking and playing, and then all of a yeah. sudden, just was hey, on the floor. It's wild. Went down. Yeah. It is wild. I have a Carlos Santana I, I'm, a regret story. Oh, okay. A regret story. Yeah, you almost dated him or something? No, like no, that. no. Oh, all right. He'd be like my grandpa. 
Um, I, uh, I, I saw him. <laughs> no, I saw him at a restaurant with my husband, and, uh, you know, he was about to do a concert in Seattle, and I, I looked, and I thought, oh, I'd like to go say hello to him, and everybody else went to go get a picture with him and everything, and Jim's going, go, go, and I go, I, I don't think so. I just froze. Right. I he would have given you the picture. And He's that type of guy. No, I know that. He gave everybody else a picture. I just froze, and I regret. Are I you regret. kidding me? I don't know why, because he's such an icon to me. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I don't know. What would I going to say? Right. Like, I was like, what would I say to him? I really like your music. I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't know. I like Smooth with Rob Thomas. I don't know what I'd say. But anyway. Right. Uh, I think Maria Maria for me, always. Yeah. yeah. That was my first introduction to Santana. Also. Yeah, and that's when he yeah. was like on his comeback. Like, yes. That was, a re, that was his re-emergence yeah. into music. Isn't it crazy? The guy that went to, to Woodstock. Yeah. Know? Right. And made, it, made uh, a big mark in Woodstock. Oh, yeah, come on, va. That's the joint right there. I wish everyone could see Marilyn and Jamar jamming right now. <laughs> That's all we know because you can't really sing a guitar solo. Right. But we're doing our best. studio right now. Okay. He's, he's okay, everybody. All right, he's okay. We'll get back on to play and we will shut up because we're not doing him justice. <laughs> when you wake up, when you wake up, wake up, Toronto. Wake up, baby. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. I wake up early every morning. Wake up. I'm Chum. you have any idea what you're going to have for lunch today? Well, I think you should have fried chicken because it's fried chicken day today. Is it really? Yeah. On a Wednesday? On a Wednesday, so. Okay. Yeah, it's just. Happy fried chicken day today. Can't have fried chicken on a Wednesday? Wrong with you. I don't <laughs> know. I was, it sounds like a weekend food to me more, more so. You know, but I'm 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 open. Have you, when's the last time you had a fried chicken? Because I had a buttermilk <laughs> fried. Chicken. Oddly enough, I don't remember either. Yeah, yeah. I I love chicken waffles. Milk. It was fried. Oh, fried chicken waffles. Yeah, we had okay, chicken right. waffles the other day. And it was very good. Very good. Where'd you go? Uh, what's the name of that place? More information. More information. The morning after. It's a brunch place. Okay. In Fort York, and it's super cute. Okay, that's great. Okay, there you, there you go. Yeah, so I'm going to have to skip fried chicken day today. Because I'm not going to do it twice in a week. Yeah. You don't want to push it. Right. Right, so right. what are you going to do instead? Uh, uh, do some fruits and veggies today. How about that? Oh, my gosh. Look at you. You're not doing that. You're not themed. No. He's... he's <laughs> You're not themed. I'm not themed. I haven't made a decision on what I'm going to have today, but it, uh, it's not going to be fried chicken, and I have no theme. I don't know. Okay, can I give you a list of the most hydrating fruits since it's, you know, summertime and we're trying to get more water in our diets sure. and stuff? yeah, yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, go for it. I know it. it's not fried chicken, but All right. it, it, <laughs> there's a benefit to you here, okay? Zucchini. Yeah. Very, very hydrating. Tomatoes, hydrating. I love tomatoes. I eat them like apples. Sure. Really? I that's, love them. That's, that's oh, different. Yeah. Like your bite? Yeah. Okay. I love that, them. That is different. Uh, romaine lettuce, full of water. Good. All right. Radishes, don't eat them very often, but yep, lots of water. Eat. Celery. Okay. Okay. Celery, it's pretty much all water. Yeah. Um, iceberg lettuce, just another lettuce. Not not very nutritious. But. No, but you you know what? I, I there's a iceberg lettuce recipe with a little bit of um, uh, gosh blue cheese dressing, just a little bit. Okay. And radishes, it's mm -hmm. delicious. All right, want to get a little more water in what your diet? What about watermelon? Like you want crunch? You want I'm crunch. getting there? Oh, watch it as cucumbers. Cucumbers. Number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. And then of course Watermelon. the melons. Yeah. Watermelon. What number is that? Number one. Number oh, number one. 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 Yeah. One oh. on the charts. Okay. Went from down up. Oh, okay. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> okay. I was like, you go number 10 and then you hit number one. Watermelon is very hydrating. Yeah. I love watermelon. Yeah, I think tasty. I could say check, check, check on most of those things. Uh-huh. That I eat them on a daily basis of some, some variation of that. Radishes. I'm going to tell you this right now. Yeah. We forget about radishes, but they're really good in a salad. Just saying. Okay. Sliced up real thin. Really thin. I do like radishes. Yeah. There you go. Okay. okay. There it is. That, you know what I'm going to say? But like, I'm really trying to lose weight. I'm trying to stay hydrated. I don't drink enough water. Those are, that's a great list for me. But I have to say that I need crunch. If I don't have crunch, I can't do smoothies every day. Yeah. All day. I love I smoothies. need crunch. So I right. do too. I'll have one a day. Mm -hmm. But I just need crunch. And that's, crunch. You've given us a lot of crunch on that list. Well, there it is. Then you have your hydrating, crunchy Thanks, fruits and Jamar. veggies. All right. Okay. He's going to go get a pizza for lunch. Thank you, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast, Chum 104.5.